you do the numerology on COVID-19, there's two things that we need to learn from this. One is there is wisdom through isolation. So let's just let that land for a minute. Wisdom through isolation. Hello, this is Dr. Diva Nagula. Welcome to From Doctor to Patient, where our goal is to bring you topics of discussion that will educate you on the various healing modalities to help balance the mind, body, and spirit. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of From Doctor to Patient. Today, I have Lisa Thomas. Lisa Thomas specializes in working with business leaders to dramatically enhance their success. Her specialty is focused on increasing revenue by releasing inherited patterns of money struggle, limiting beliefs, fears of success in public speaking, procrastination, and business stagnation. Lisa is a transformational leader dedicated to helping innovative business leaders be seen, known, and heard. And Lisa has also been on my show in the past. In fact, Lisa, you're like my first time repeat so I'm excited thank you so thank you for joining me today how are you I'm doing great and I'm excited to have a conversation together because you know I think the world of you so it's an honor for me well thank you and it's interesting times that we're facing right now and it kind of uh, prompted me to have this discussion with you regarding what this means to us from a spiritual perspective, from an energy mm-hmm. perspective, and you know, what is really going on out there? Yeah, right. So let's start, that's a great question. Let's start with how people are showing up and maybe they're being triggered in ways that really is out of character. So given what my specialty is, which is inherited patterns, so I can identify and release something that's in the lineage. And so what came to me when I was hearing the stories of people stealing toilet paper out of somebody else's you know, cart, is I became very aware in that moment that that might be out of character for the individual doing that, right? But they could have inherited this scarcity and trauma panic energy that's causing them to have a feeling that it's all or nothing or that everything is lost and it's never gonna be recovered. And we don't have to go back to the Spanish flu or the 1600s for a pandemic for, for that. We can just go back a few generations for the Great Depression. Right. And so it's an awareness that sometimes, and, and also so that we can be forgiving of others, that they might be acting out of character right now because of something that they're, somebody in their lineage experienced. Because in the Great Depression, there was a lack of food. Like people were hungry and people right. stole for food, Right. right. And they lost jobs. And so there's a little bit of that, you know, showing up, even though this is a pandemic and that was the great depression Depression. was a recession. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting to me. It's also, you know, it's, it's one or two days. I think people can handle confinement and be in their homes and be restricted from being outside and being with other people. But we're sitting here, you're in California. So you're probably a week ahead. Most people, most people, you know, I'm in, I'm in the DC area. So we're two weeks into this and mm-hmm. it, it really, I, I can see this experience eating at people. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting how people are reacting through social media as that seems to be the, one of the few outlets that people have to engage um, with other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But 
it's really forcing people to look inward. And a lot of people aren't liking that. No, they're not. And I kind of have it divided into two camps. All right. So camp one are those people that have learned their life lessons. So they've made a mistake because we all make mistakes. It's whether we choose to learn from it or not. So we've learned from our mistakes. We are also have done our work. And what I mean by that is we stay in an integrity the very best we can. If we say we're going to do something, we do it. We have learned that we can move through uncomfortability and face that, right? Okay, those people that have been learning life lessons along the way are those people that are going to be maybe inconvenienced right now, but they are not going to be triggered in mass amounts of fear because they've already learned through life that things will work out. So they have, a, they have this deep trust that everything will work out. Camp one. Now camp two are those individuals who have um, maybe not wanted to face uncomfortability. Maybe they have numbed through TV and Games of Thrones, repeats and repeats. So they numb and do not face reality of life. Well, what's happening is they're hitting a brick wall because they're being controlled right now and being forced to do something that they wouldn't choose. We all are in a sense, but those people that have not learned to feel the uncomfortability that life can bring us, we're not exempt from that. And so I really feel like part of this is the universe is saying, hey, wake up, right? Because we're all being forced into some sort of change and paradigm shift. Right. No, it's interesting um, how you break into people into different camps. And I think that fits everyone in the one or the other bucket. From a spiritual perspective, you know, is there any meaning behind all this? What's your interpretation of this? Yeah, that's a great question. I absolutely think there is. And in numerology, if you do the numerology on COVID-19, there's two things that we need to learn from, from this. One is there is wisdom through isolation. So let's just let that land for a minute. Wisdom through isolation. We're all being forced into isolation. So how do we gain wisdom in this? This is the spiritual, the higher law, right? So it could be that, again, if we repeat an old habit and we live in front of the TV and we are numbing being with ourselves or being with our family, then we're not going to gain any wisdom. If we take the isolation time and we and we maybe spend um, a few minutes a day asking our higher self, what do I learn from this? If we reach out and try and help others, meaning there is wisdom in this. If you're an entrepreneur or CEO of your own company, the wisdom could be that this gives you the time to think outside of the box that you would have never thought about in scaling your business. Okay, that's one lesson. The second lesson is success through collaboration. So here we're being isolated. Mm -hmm. where we can each, each person, nobody's exempt from this. We can choose to accept it and step into it. Or again, we don't have to. Then success through cooperation or collaboration. I mean, what does that look like? Well, let's just take you and I, for example, right? We're combining who we are here and we're putting it out into the world. That's a collaboration to help educate people so that they can, they can move into this with more confidence. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting also for me, I can't help but notice and reading all this news uh, about the positive things that what's going on. And, yeah. you know, 
were, I think this is almost a, uh, a, a revolt by mother earth, yeah. you know, because look at how, what's happening um, to the environment and to the areas that we live in. I mean, we're not out, out there, um, you know, in our cars and causing pollution. Um, in fact, I think that um, the smog around LA has lifted um, oh, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. there's fewer cars that are driving around. There's also reports, and again, I don't know how truth this truth this is, but I read somewhere that the canals in Venice, Italy, have recently had dolphins show up. Yeah. And it's because there's just the water is just clearer and it's not yeah. heavily traffic like yeah. it has been. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it, it's interesting. I mean, this is kind of a, a an interesting time, even though we're faced with virus that forces us inside. But if we look at the positive things, there's some beautiful things that it, it's doing. And, and that's being in the positive. So shifting into the gratitude, finding the positive in the negative will keep our energy vibration high. It'll keep our immune system strong. You know, I mean, you're the expert in that, right? Yeah. And, um, and so some of the positives that I've found is that never has there ever been a time where more families have been brought together, <clears throat> right? I mean, we're, we're brought together and, and we're being reminded from the earth, from mother earth, from the universe of what really is important in our life. Okay. And, and having that opportunity to have them home brings that safety and that connection to those people that are most important to us. We might consciously know that, but until something bad happens, we aren't really, doesn't really come to our awareness of how important that is. Because we're so busy in life. And then to speak to what you were saying, that it's even like for LA, if you go out on the freeway, you're going to maybe see five to 10 cars. Okay. Like it's a ghost town. LA is a ghost town right now. And so the opportunity to have the, the, you know, the smog go away and to have that clarity. But have you even noticed walking outside how still it is? Right. Yeah. It's still still, quiet. It's kind of eerie. Yes, it is. But, but flip it from eerie to this is what life could be like, right? And, and it gives us that time to pause and think. We don't hear as many overheads, like helicopters and airplanes, right? Even this, right, and it definitely is. But so is the noise level, the noise pollution. Mm-hmm. But again, it kind of also makes people uncomfortable because you're more in tune with your own thoughts. You don't have that distraction of the noise pollution, distraction of other people's conversations. Mm -hmm. So it can be very frightening and people are usually use these types of tactics or other strategies to escape that inner voice. And that's what we were talking about. Yeah. And the inner voice is so, so um, just so, so loud. Um, And I've noticed a lot of people, not necessarily in my circles, but through observations through social media, that people are consuming a lot of alcohol and yeah. alcohol sales have gone up. And, you know, it's interesting in time and al- the industry of alcohol has, has a, has an in- interesting line of business. It is recession proof. Yes, and it is. So it, it thrives is, in the recession. Yeah. 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 And I see that happening now and, and it's just people I just don't want to face their inner thoughts and fears. And as we nope. were discussing earlier, And the thing is with alcohol is it drops the energy vibration. So it's going to make you less able to face your fear and move forward. 
And so by numbing, whether it's through TV or through alcohol or any other thing, you're missing this window of opportunity to really step into life purpose, so to speak. Really find out, because when one door closes, there's always another door that will open, always. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and camp two are those people that are gonna continue, because we do have free will, to ignore this silence. So I, ha I have an, an idea, and you tell mm -hmm. me what you, okay, this is how I've been kind of guiding several of my clients is that you take 10 minutes that's all you need okay and you can do it at any time of the day but you take 10 minutes and i'm not it's you could say meditation but a lot of times people think that meditation means you can't have any thoughts in your mind and you have to empty the thoughts that's not what we're doing here i want you to think 10 minutes of stillness okay and the stillness is you i want you to write out like three questions that that you have for example, maybe what does the coronavirus, what can I learn from the coronavirus? What have I forgotten that I like to do that I could do now? Right? Mm -hmm. And in what way can I contribute to the success of others? Really, when we become a go-giver, it's a great book, by the way, go-giver. Um, when we think like that and not make it about us in the moment, it allows new opportunities. New opportunities are coming, everyone. It just won't be the same way you're doing it. Exactly. Honestly, it's it's also interesting is we're also facing a time of of, of loneliness. And, yeah. and social distancing does not necessarily equate to social isolation. There are many ways to reach out to people. And in fact, I'm doing things that I hadn't done since I was younger in, in the sense of picking up the phone and actually talking to someone. Mm -hmm. I hadn't done that in a long time. And it's, it's like, wow, I forgot how to do this because we were always mm -hmm. used to the fast, speedy way of communication through text or even a more formal way through an email. But phone calls have been a lost art and conversation has been a lost art. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to see people are going back to that. And then now with technology, we can do video conferencing and right? Zoom like we're on right now. And yeah. My family, we all live in different areas. My parents live mm -hmm. close by, about 20 minutes away. My brother and his family, um, one of my brothers and his family lives in New York and, and mm -hmm. right outside the city. And my other brother and his wife live in, in Africa, in Kenya. So they're about seven, eight hours apart. What we've started doing in the last few weeks is having weekly Zoom calls. I love this. And we've mm -hmm. never, I mean, why? It, it, it took us something like this situation for us to like communicate and exactly. really have more of a bond with one another. And exactly. it's been really nice. Exactly. And my parents are like really happy to get to yeah. do this, but I'm, I'm trying to look at this as, as, as positives and mm -hmm. what I'm, and what I am able to learn from this and what I can take out of it and isolation. If people are truly isolated, one of the remedies of isolation that I've learned is being of service to others. Absolutely. And it really helps you get out of that self pity Mm -hmm. mode. And it's a very simple thing is, is being of service to others. Right. And uh, the self-pity mode can come because we have lost control. So though, and to be mindful. So here's some things. If you're somebody out there that you, you thrive in controlling situations because then you make sure nothing bad happens. You see all that's been taken away right now. Like I can't even go down to the beach to ground or walk in the on the beach. Like that triggered me. 
yeah. because right, it super triggered me. But, and I realized, but it's not going to be okay. I can walk and put in my grass in the backyard. But when we feel like we lose control, then we feel powerless. Yeah. And when we feel powerless, then we feel fear, right? Mm-hmm. Something else that when you were talking, jogged my memory, is right now, more than any other time, it's important to unclutter. Unclutter, we could unclutter our environment, who, you know, we might not have time, and this is a great time to unclutter. But I'm thinking about where is there unforgiveness in someone's life? Where am I unforgiving? Where have I been wronged and hurt? Because it's during this time we're going to gain wisdom and we're going to be free when we're out of it. Mm-hmm. So those people that are numbing with alcohol, oftentimes there's hard grudges and unforgiving and betrayals, and they don't want to feel it. They don't want to deal with it, right? And it might be within their own family. Mm-hmm. And so to really look at what are you holding on to that doesn't serve you anymore. Right. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. What other types of things are people coming to you now? I'm sure there's a theme and there's probably a lot of commonalities mm-hmm. people's issues mm-hmm. that they're trying to seek assistance with. Yeah. Well, as you know, most, mostly I work with business owners. So it is Lisa, how do I think out of the box? I'm numb. And when, when they use the word numb, it's not that they don't want to feel, it's that they're shut down with ideas, right? And they feel like they've been doing business a certain way, that it's very hard for them to be flexible and think outside of the box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm finding inherited patterns, quite a few, like scarcity and overwhelm, the pattern of just shutting down during hard times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. In terms of the collective energy, you know, uh, the collective unconscious and, and everything that we're feeling as humans, what can you speak to in terms of what others are experiencing collectively and the energy that's being released? I mean, is there like a, a, a thickness in the air in regards to this that, that's palpable? Fear, yeah. right? I think fear and anxiety and um, overwhelm of the unknown is the most palpable for sure. Yeah. Because think if for those individuals that have elderly parents and they can't even go see their elderly parents, right? Or they're afraid they're going to get sick. And, and I do have some clients and, and this is, so I'll share with you how I think about it and how I guide people. We must know and trust that when our time to cross over onto the other side will not happen until, until it's the right time. <clears throat> and the reason I say that is it's not that I'm being insensitive to those people that have lost their lives. It's not that I'm insensitive to those that are ill. I'm very much aware. But nobody is going to die before their time. Now, you know that we can, we can make life choices of doing hard drugs, right, or things like that that, will, that can take our, you know, when we pass away from us because we're choosing, right, to not be in integrity. But we've chosen where we're going to die. We know that on a higher level. And so anyone that is going to pass away through, from the coronavirus specifically, right, it's because they chose that before before they came to earth. And if we can just trust 
that everything is in divine order, even through the uncomfortability, I think it really helps. It helps in the knowingness that, that they're, they're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And I think there's two points that it's, it's useful to reiterate is when we're talking about the fear that people are facing, it's natural. But yeah. what I've learned, you know, since we're doing these, these podcasts and since I've written my book, is that fear is an emotion, but it is, that's a lot of that is, is ego based, right? And mm-hmm. we want to move our cursor away from fear and move it towards love. And by moving it in that direction, you know, we're able to understand our soul's purpose and become more in line with our higher self and, mm-hmm. and away from the thoughts of our ego which is, it's going to be there. I mean, the ego's not always sure. bad. It's there to protect us. Yes. We, want, we definitely want to get out of fear-based thoughts and, and move towards thoughts of love. And, and that will help us prevent, ex- not necessarily experiencing, but being in that fear-based emotion. It helps so much. I love that. By bringing to mindfulness that we are love, we can give love, we can send love, we can send those wonderful intentions to others. And it will, it will impact them. It will help them calm down. And, mm-hmm. and it'll also raise our, our individual vibration as mm-hmm. well as help raise the collective. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think too, when we go to just a little shift here, we have an extrovert type of individual and we have a, an introvert, right? So the introverts are doing, couldn't be happier right now, <laughs> Right. They're right at home, being at home. Introvert, bring it on, right? But what about those extroverts right now? Let's really, you know, speak to that because they're troubled. The extrovert, this is their worst nightmare. So for the extrovert and the introvert, if you're an introvert and you want to, you know, you're mindful, you have an extroverted friend, follow that intuition, that prompting you get, because you have that free will to take action or not, and call the extrovert. Because the extrovert is fed through connections with others. The extrovert is the person that's going to plan the online dance party, right? And all the extroverts are going to be on there dancing. That's how they can get through this. The introvert, though, is going to be wanting to do their grounding, do their uh, journal writing. That's how they can find the wisdom during this time. That's funny that you mentioned that because that's a friend of mine. I don't know. I can't remember if he posted a meme or he posted this on his own on social media but it basically said that I, I'm as an introvert, I've been preparing for this moment all my life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like they're just happy. Yeah. I mean, I'm introverted and, and, you know, I usually stay in my home most of the time as I work from home. I haven't had an issue, but the funny thing is, is that it, it's gotten to the point. I mean, we're, we're talking going into week three here and yeah. I'm starting to get a little edgy yeah. now. I'm like, yeah. oh, and, and that's because I've been in my house too long. Right. And, Right. I, I, I can only talk to my dog for so long. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's and good so, advice though. I, mm-hmm. I, I think that I'll do that because I have a lot of friends that are extroverted and I mm-hmm. and I am not seeing their end of it. Um and I'm I'm more empathetic than I than, than this, but mm-hmm. it's a really good thought. I think I'm gonna go reach out to them and call good. them and say, Hey, good. what's mm-hmm. up? You know, how yeah. are you? And and just yeah. allow them to just have their moment. And it, it it's beautiful and it gives the introvert the power to do something where if the extrovert is calling them, it's going to trigger them like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to do that. I want my pride. Right. So it gives you an opportunity to do something for someone else. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And again, this is about when we're in isolation, the best way of getting out of isolation is to be of service to others. And this is a, right. a perfect way of being of service to others. Mm-hmm. It's so. success through cooperation, success really? through collaboration. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Yeah, me too. Well, Lisa, this has been great conversation. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my listeners, where if they want to reach out to you, what's the best way of oh, reaching thank out you. you online? Yeah, they can. Um, it my website is Lisa Thomas Energy mm-hmm. Perfect. And there's a calendar on there. You can schedule a 15 minute just phone call. I've got um, healing meditations on there. Yeah, but I'd love to talk to anybody that's interested. And in my circle of 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 a network are entrepreneurs. So I think um, having a person like you coaching them and anyone else obviously can benefit. But yeah, I know what your specific niche is. So this will be great. Thank you. Well, thank you. Again, thank Lisa, you. And I hope to have you again sometime soon. I know, right? Mm. <laughs> thank you. I adore you, and I appreciate the opportunity to collaborate with you. Thanks, Lisa. Take care. All right. Bye bye.